0: Hey there. This is Krista from Christabella Travels, also known as the founder of the Digital Nomad Life Academy. And today I'm sitting on a park bench in beautiful Bansko, Bulgaria. And I am joined by my amazing client, Morgan, who we just finished up a five month coaching container together. And Morgan is now in Bulgaria. You've just gotten on your first ever one way plane ticket or mm-hmm. one-way flight and uh, now you're a digital nomad. I am. So yeah, <laughs> so excited for you to be here. It's been so fun meeting in real life. It's always really cool when I, you know, start off meeting people, getting really close on Zoom and then we actually do meet in real life. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited in this episode to dive into your entire journey from being probably like how the listeners are, which are people that want to become digital nomads, but have no idea where to start all the way from there to where you are now, actually having made it. Yes. So <laughs> can you tell the listeners, the viewers, what it is that you're doing? So like, what's your digital nomad job or work? Cause it's mm-hmm. not really a job because mm-hmm. you work for yourself. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what's your digital nomad work? And uh, yeah, then we can go all the way back to how you got
1: started. Of course. So I am a brand designer and yeah, it's been five months. Since starting the Krista's program, and I started out in Buffalo, New York. I was born there, and before I found Krista, I was stuck in my nine to five. I was working for this company, I was sewing actually all day, every day. So, not a lot of creativity, making money for someone else, and I was sitting there every day thinking, I can't be here anymore. This is awful. Um, I feel stuck. I feel like I need to be out in the world traveling and how am I going to do this? I have no idea who to talk to or like where to start. And so yeah, every day I was feeling a little, a little bit stuck. So I started looking for podcasts, looking for travel podcasts, digital nomad blogs. And that's how I found Krista's podcast. And her voice just resonated with me so much. I was like, yes, I need to be a digital nomad. I need to quit my nine to five. I need to feel free. I need to work for myself. And so I was like in this mental state where I had no idea where to start. I was feeling scared and I knew that there was a way out. So I followed Krista on Instagram and she reached out to me and we had a great connection and I decided to, I don't know, something was telling me in my body to start this program with with you Mm -hmm. and um it's been life-changing and you know like going through mental blocks limiting beliefs and like really doing the work doing the hard work to get there but it's so, worth it.
0: <laughs> Yay. it's so worth
1: it. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. There are so many things
0: in there that I want to just <laughs> dive deep, deep, deep yeah. into, but, um, yeah, because I think the listeners of this podcast channel are people who they're just like you were right where you said you feel stuck. You don't know how to actually get out of this kind of nine to five situation Mm -hmm. that you're not super happy with. You're not Mm -hmm. being able to express your gifts. Like you're obviously a really creative person. And Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. sounds like it was a big thing that was missing for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just want to say if whoever is listening to this, if you are that person, you are so not alone. Although it might feel like you're alone. I think, well, right before we hit record, we were just talking about how now you're in Bulgaria and we're actually Morgan and I are at this festival called Nomad Fest. So for the past week we've been meeting literally hundreds of other digital nomads. It's been really full. Incredible. On. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incredible, full on, all the things. And you said this thing about how you were like, these are my people.
1: Yeah. Can you tell oh me more God. about that? Yes. So at home, when you're working your nine to five, you might feel like a black sheep is what we say in the in the community. And you feel stuck and very alone because no one around you really understands how you feel and this freedom inside of you that you want to be let out. And no one around you can really see that. So being here around a bunch of other people, travelers, digital nomads, remote workers, entrepreneurs, it's so inspiring. And you can see that these people really get it inside of their soul in their spirit, their heart. They're like, yes come here with open arms they're like yes we love you and we get it we get it and we're here we're here we're not alone so
0: mm-hmm. you have
1: someone at every corner of the world that really understands
0: it is so cool yeah. I'm obsessed with the nomad community I mean yeah. I th- actually that's really where my business was going from was yeah. I feel like uh yeah when I first started I was like wait a minute oh my God, suddenly I feel like I'm meeting all these people that get it and that want the same things as me. And it's just, uh, yeah, really, I think unfortunate part of our society where it's like, we're all put into these little boxes and it's like, everybody has to, should be acting in a certain way. And maybe it's just not authentic to us. No, yeah, no. So anyways, that's how you felt when you were Mm -hmm. working this job Mm -hmm. and then, uh, we connected Mm -hmm. and, so did
1: you know that you wanted to be a brand designer? I had no idea. Okay. I really did not. Tell I had me about no no idea. how that came to yes. be. Yes. So when we started the program, Krista has us do a career assessment or kind of like a life assessment, basically, where we go over our goals and our skills, our soft skills, what we're good at what we like to do and we have a conversation and she analyzes this assessment and she saw something in me that was like you're creative and you have some creative skills. I studied fashion design in college, so I am a creative person and I needed just to learn a few more skills to, you know, start up my business and it's just taking one step at a time. And it's so doable if you have those core skills and there's so many options, there's so many options you can do. It's like endless. So yeah. yeah. So
0: you've been inside of the DNLA for a while now. And as a result, you've seen, there are so many options and especially being here now, like at this festival, it's, it's really, is true. Like everybody's doing something different, aren't they? There's a couple of other digital nomad coaches, there's a couple of other brand designers, but there are so many things. So one thing that you said that I think is really important is you were like, yeah. So when we did the career assessment process, which is a really intense process, but it does work. Yes. Um, it works like every time. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's because you fill out so much information about yourself that by the time I see it, all your answers are just like right at the forefront of your mind. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm able to just ask you a couple clarifying questions. And then I say, oh, I see this, this, and this in you. And have you thought about this? So when I suggested brand designer and... Then you said, "I just need to learn a couple more skills." Can you elaborate on that? Because I think that that might be something that is holding a lot of people back from making this transition, where they're like, "Yeah, okay, I have these soft skills, but I don't know how to be a brand
1: designer. Yeah, how would I do that?" Yeah. So the skills that I had were, I like talking to people, getting to know their goals, their core why. And I have a creative vision, so I like to see things cohesively designed and just the skills that I had to learn, I realized while listening to brand design podcasts and just, you know, doing some research on being a brand designer, I learned the strategy on doing brand design, like step-by-step, what other people in the industry are doing, researching people who have a nice brand design, just really researching the market and seeing what's out there and listening to people who are very high up in the industry to learn from them and know exactly, okay, I need to have an interview with someone and what are the steps to ask them about their brand and what are the steps to learn about their goals and like really just getting down to the nitty gritty.
0: So you learn those skills. Yeah. And how long would you say the entire process took you from working that nine to five job where you didn't like what you're doing and now you're here, you actually just landed two clients from this
1: festival alone. Yes. So how long was that process? Well, we started working together in February, February. it took me I mean about maybe three months, three months. How crazy is that? It is so crazy. It's like, it goes so fast. It does because you feel like you don't see an end in sight when you're like stuck in this nine to five and you just like, how am I going to get out of this? And then three months later, you're like in a whole different mindset. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Just
0: three months is a miraculous turnaround time. (laughs) I have to say that it's not that that's unheard of. You did move pretty fast. So if anybody is listening to this or watching this, are those results average? Well, it's possible. And sometimes it takes people more time. Of course. Um, So I know you had other people in your group that haven't quite made the transition yet. They're still in the process. So I know you have this perspective of like maybe what you did that allowed you to have this kind of success, these mm-hmm. results of like making that transition very quickly mm-hmm. from literally like having no idea where to start to where you are now. Yeah. Sitting at a park bench at a nomad yeah. festival in Bulgaria, got your first clients. So what advice would you have for somebody that was in that position too, how they can also have similar results.
1: So I think having An open mind, first of all, being curious, non-judgmental towards yourself, and you know, just loving yourself in the process, because that was hard for me in the beginning. Because I was super hard on myself saying, I need to do all this stuff, I need to get out of here, I need to work, I need to learn, I need to do all this stuff, and it was a little overwhelming. So it can become overwhelming, but I think if you stay open and you don't judge yourself through the process and you take the time to breathe and just be nice to your soul it can happen it can happen because it takes a lot of strength and perseverance and resilience but it's a beautiful process when you have a lot of non-judgment towards yourself
0: I love that that's your answer because what I was kind of expecting was for you to be like well these are how many hours that I worked (laughs) and Um, even though I know that actually what you just said is the real answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the record, Morgan is a VIP client and I have people that are DNLA students and mm-hmm. then I also have my VIP clients. So I think one thing that is a little bit different about being a VIP client is that we get to really go deep into talking about your self-talk. And I think that for me, that's the biggest value of when I work with coaches is I want them to call me out on the way that I'm speaking to myself because sometimes we can't really see it, Yeah. but then you kind of train yourself and now I think it, it sounds like you're able to sort of do that on your own, but did you have any moments where that was something that you realized about yourself? What would have been a moment when you were being
1: hard on yourself and then you were able to yeah have that grace with yourself? There was one moment when I was kind of busy in my personal life and I was feeling behind in my work and I was feeling a little bit of shame because I want to love myself and I want to give myself this amazing life but I was also feeling still stuck so it was like a balance between how am I gonna do all this work when I really want to be somewhere else it was very overwhelming so there was one time when I was like super busy with my personal life and I was feeling shame because I'm like, I should be working. I should be working right now. I should be working right now. And should is not mm-hmm. a good word. Yes. We do not like the word should. Rooted in shame. Because it, it's shame. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I, yeah, it was like the lowest point because I felt so shameful But then coming back to myself and my body and thinking like, okay, coming back to the presence and thinking you're here right now, what is one thing that you can work on right now that will bring you to a different position tomorrow? Like just one thing and stop focusing on everything, just the little thing within the big vision Mm. and that really helped me because then I felt more focused and in the present moment, which was nice.
0: Nice. Yeah. Amazing. I'm curious, like, were you always
1: so aware of your self-talk? I, I have been. I've been journaling my thoughts since I was eight years old. <laughs> so I've been super aware of my inner dwellings. But sometimes you're never super always aware of what's going on. Like you need help sometimes and you need to talk to other people. And that's why I loved your program so much, because I felt safe and comfortable with expressing my pains to the community and people could see from a different perspective, like what I'm thinking and why I'm behaving in this way and really ask the right questions that I maybe in that moment couldn't ask myself because you're so in it Mm -hmm. that you can't see for yourself with like clear eyes. So it's really nice to have people who get it and can ask you the right questions to bring you out.
0: Yeah, something that I have just become so incredibly clear on over my years of being a nomad and being an entrepreneur is just that community is one of the most important things for us in terms of our ability to grow. Because when you are becoming an entrepreneur, when you are growing as an entrepreneur, every single step of the process, also when you're, you know, telling everybody, Oh, I'm quitting my job. I'm leaving the United States, there's just a lot of opportunity to feel like maybe we're doing something wrong. And when we feel like we're doing something wrong, then yeah, we're going to have that shame and then it's going to prevent us. It's going to block us from moving forward. So yeah, I would love to hear you talk a little bit more about kind of like the practical elements of the community inside of the DNLA and Mm -hmm. maybe how that did help support you, whether it was, I know you had a mastermind call. We had calls. If there were a new person saying, Hey, I think I want to join the DNLA. What would you say to them so that they can get the most out of this really important aspect?
1: Yeah. So what I loved about the DNLA was having weekly mastermind sessions with other Individuals who are taking the course and um, going through the same mindset shifts and the same journey as you, basically. And when you're having doubts, when people around you are like looking at you, like, what are you doing? And you feel sort of like, oh, am I doing something wrong? And then you can go to the DNLA and say, guys, this is what happened today. And they can just give you that support that you really need to be lifted up and say, you know what? No, this is who I am and I need this for myself. So that was one of my favorite parts. Also, we have just open chats with the DNLA anytime you need to talk to someone. So you can talk to anyone in the program who's going through the same struggles as you or journey and everyone's there to support you, raise you up and give you advice. Yeah. We all deserve a cheerleader. And I think that that is something that uh, we don't really
0: get a lot in sort of our normal life. Yeah. Everybody's going to work everybody's doing the same damn thing and I feel like there's more complaining than anything than like building each other up but yeah yeah, love that the community is so supportive so yes we know community is amazing it's so important so let's move on to talking about the fun stuff
1: (laughs) which is you're in Europe (laughs) and how did that how did that happen oh my gosh well it's a funny story i found out that beyonce was performing in barcelona (laughs) and my friend bought a ticket and she asked me do you want to go see beyonce in barcelona with me and i said Yes, I do. (laughs) Of course (laughs) I do. And I was still in my nine to five job at this point, still living my everyday life in Buffalo, working all day. And as I think a month went by of me contemplating these thoughts in my head, I've had this feeling of, okay, you're going to Europe and you're going to what, come back here and like continue this life? Like, is that what you really want? And I'm like, talking to myself in in my head and my body. And I'm like, I really just wish I could stay. Like, I just want to stay. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay. Let's see how this goes. Whatever. If this is what you really want, then you got it. You got it. So I decided that day that I was going to stay. No one else knew besides me. I was like, okay, I have to move out of my apartment. I have to tell all my friends and family. It's a huge a huge thing that you're doing, but it felt so right that I was like, there's nothing else that is going to stop me. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that's going to stop me right now. Nothing was going to stop me. <laughs> yeah, I love that <laughs> conviction. Yeah, so a few months went by and I bought my one way to Barcelona. I quit my job. I said, you know, I'm moving the year up. Um, so I'm not going to be here anymore. That was scary, but it was needed necessary for myself So I went to Barcelona, I stayed there for a week and then I decided to go to Italy because why not? (laughs) And it's right there and the flights are cheap so I flew to Italy. I stayed there for 10 days and now I'm here for the Digital Nomad Festival. Yes. And meeting all these new people, finding community and. Yeah. And right before this, you were telling
0: me that you're going to be here in Bulgaria for how long?
1: I'm going to stay for a month. A month. I just, I love it here. It's so peaceful and relaxing and a ton of nomads are staying here and why not continue that community, Mm -hmm. you know? Love it. And then maybe you're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. I'm thinking of Berlin, travel around Germany for a little bit and then maybe Thailand. So fun. <laughs> and then you have to come to
0: Bali where I live yes, after. Of course
1: I um, Yeah. So when you were telling me, you were like, yeah, I met
0: some people that invited me here and then I, and I went there and mm-hmm. you know, there's my friend, I have friends here now. And it's just like, what I love about the nomad community specifically is that people are so open. Like, they're so open-minded and they're so welcoming. You just come to one of these events. One of my other clients, Howard, was here too. And it's just like, you just meet these people and it's like immediately you can just drop in and you know you have so much in common because everybody had to go through the same mindset shifts. Everybody had to do the same really freaking scary thing, quitting their job. Saying goodbye to everything that they ever knew yeah. in pursuit Ooh. of a life of freedom and adventure and fun and fulfillment. Yeah. And I just can't tell you enough how proud of you I am. And I'm Thank so excited you so for you to be here. Me and too. honestly, such an honor to work with you. And it's been an honor. Watch me. the whole journey. Yeah. So I'm sure we're going to actually wind up in another country I think so. Soon I think so. At some point. That's just kind of what happens with nomads. When, once they're free, I imagine it as is like what's the game a pinball game where like you have multiple <laughs> mm. pinballs and they're just bing 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 point like bouncing <laughs> all around the room and eventually they intersect yeah and that just happens all the time yeah so you have a friend everywhere you go yeah yeah well thanks so much for sharing about of your course. whole journey this was so fun Thank and i you. hope that if anybody is listening or watching this that you feel inspired and empowered that if morgan can do it starting working in a actual very physical job three or so months ago and now you are working remotely from your laptop literally globe trotting, deciding <laughs> oh I think I'll stay here for a month why not <laughs> yes then you can do it too you can definitely do it yeah you can do it any final
1: words that you want to share with the listeners <gasps> it's scary and it feels impossible at times but we are here for you and we get it and we know exactly what you're going through but you can do it we love you
0: We love you. You can do it. We love you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Digital Nomad Life podcast, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.